Welcome, welcome back to the Fab Grad Podcast. I'm back with another episode using my podcast mic, and it is very delicately being on the stand that it was given, but my table is shaped so weird that it's not really hanging. It's not really staying stable. It's just hanging by a thread. So I'm trying not to touch it. And then I also have been getting distracted by my phone and group chats and Instagram DMs. So I'm turning that over because I'm here to focus on y'all and really talk about my journey as a blogger for the last four years. And I can't believe I have the audacity to stick to a actual thing for four years and not give up. But it's really funny because the fab grad is not hard to give up on. It has been something that is literally, I would call the fab grad one of my biggest blessings of my life. Um, It is like my child. It is like my relationship partner. It is like my therapist. It is my friend. It is my employer. Okay. It brings funds. It is so much. And I can't believe that I started something from my own mind that brings that much joy to me. So I'm super excited to really talk about this um, episode. Of course, it might be all over the place, but when are my podcast episodes not? So um, yeah, let's dive in. This episode is all about my journey, what I've learned over the last four years of blogging, building a brand, starting a business. Um, I love listening to podcast episodes about stuff like this. Now, y'all know Anchor is telling me that if I go up to 30 minutes, I got to do something. So I'm trying to keep it to 30 minutes because I want to try and figure out what all that means. I have yet to figure all that out. So let's just dive right in. Um, no the podcast, the fab grad. I, starting from the beginning, I started the fab grad. If you are new here, I started the fab grad in 2017 and I started it while I was in my second, what was I in? My second semester of grad school. I was literally in my bed. And at the time my mom had started a blog a year before me. And so I kind of watched her blog and her audience loves her. She's fashionable, um, all the things. And so she, and she was super duper consistent. She had a blog post out every Sunday and Wednesday and it was doing really well. And I also had friends who were interested in entrepreneurship. Um, I, it, it was just kind of all around me, people starting their own thing. And so I was like, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast many times. I felt like I had always had to stay in my own lane. Like, you know, you're the school girl, Simone, in terms of like, you're the one that's career focused. You're the one that's supposed to be like super duper into school. You know, I was getting my master's. That was my lane. And so the fab grad was the first time that I was like, nah, (laughs) I am more than that. And so, you know, I have many episodes where I kind of dive into that thought process. But the point is, is that I decided that, you know what, I want to be fabulous. Literally the word fabulous came to my head when I started thinking about the fab grad. And 
I was sitting doing a paper, which I was avoiding, which is crazy because right now I'm avoiding um, reviewing someone's resume um, for tomorrow, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But yeah, so I was avoiding homework and I was like, I think I want to start a blog too, because I realized I was looking at my homework. I was reading these theories about student affairs and stuff like that. And of course, don't get me wrong. I love student affairs, but I could just tell right then and there that when I'm 50 something years old, I'm not going to want to go to a fraternity sorority life, like advisory board meeting, or I'm not going to want to be on a campus, you know, watching students do xyz or whatever you know practice or blah 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 um get in trouble all the things that comes with student affairs and so i was like i need an outlet um and i also could tell that while student affairs is such a liberal if you will type of um field that allows for so much diversity and so much um, unique thought of opinion it was still under the parameters of the structure of higher education. And so I knew that, you know, yeah, I could find a job where I could do a brunch, but I couldn't do a brunch the way I wanted to do a brunch in around what I wanted to talk about, you know. Yeah, I could probably host like workshops, but they would have to be under workshops that made sense for the department or for what the students wanted. And so I was like, I need to do something where I can be fabulously me. And so, yeah, I started the fab grad. There was no... I don't know why I chose grad. I think I just was like, I'm just a fabulous graduate, like from undergrad. It wasn't because I was a grad student, but that, you know, people take it however they want to. And I don't really care either way. It doesn't bother me, but it came from me just wanting to be this fabulous person that has graduated from undergrad and is living their best life. And it's crazy because that's what it really still is. Um, There is my niche of providing career services, but for the most part, Um, this is why I coined myself as a career influencer because focusing on, oh girl, oh, (laughs) my neighbor just came up the stairs and I was like, oh, who was that? You know, I was by myself. I'd be having to make sure nobody's at the door unless I know who you are. But anyways, um, (laughs) so yeah, I, coin myself as a career influencer because I realized like I can do more than just career advice. I also am a lifestyle component and blogger as well. So started the blog in 2017, started off blogging a girl about everything. I was like, what's in my makeup bag? Um, You know, what kind of, I don't know why you should go to grad school. I just really just blogged about anything. I shared my outfits for work. Um, It was super cute. If you want to go way down my Instagram feed, you can see all the stuff that I did back then. And slowly but surely, I started to kind of first thing that I learned. And I put this, I did a, like what I've learned in my first year of blogging post. But I realized that the more that I started learning about blogging, the more rules I found Um, which remember that was what I was trying to avoid. So there were rules on, you know, SEO, there were rules on having a niche, there were rules on, you know, what are you really good at? There were rules on how to have an aesthetic. There were a lot of rules that I felt like you had to have. And I think I talk about this deeper in my episode. I don't know what number, but the episode around like why I'm not blogging anymore. 
um, because I felt like I was not, I was being put in that box again, where it was like, no, you can do it, but you have to do it under these guidelines. And so I think in my first year, I found myself comparing myself a lot, you know, oh, if I want to get more followers, I have to do this certain thing. If I want people to read my post, I have to write it in a certain way. You know, if I want people to pay me for something, I have to have like this fabulous free resource for them to download. And it was becoming stressful a little bit, still fun. But I was realizing that um, I had a lot to learn. And luckily, I'm someone that loves to learn. So I I dove deep into learning everything about what it meant to be a blogger. And, you know, a couple of the things that I learned, of course, is being consistent. Having a niche is great. You know, all the rules do apply. (laughs) They actually do work. But um, I would say in year two, I can't even remember, like it's, it's starting to all, I don't even know, I'm sitting down talking about four years, but I'm years two through three are foggy right now. <laughs> um, year two, what was that? That was 2018, 2019. Ah, yes, I started doing my events. Um, my events brought a new spark to the Fab Grad because that's when I realized that this could actually be a business and that people were invested in my brand. I realized that I was no longer just a blogger. I was a brand that people truly enjoyed keeping up with me. um, And people truly enjoyed listening to the things that I had to say on really whatever topic I felt I wanted to talk about. Um, I did start focusing more on career, you know, advice. And I think I was telling people like, I'll work on your resume for you because I had friends just on my own before I even shared it out loud with anyone, you know, ask about resumes and all that stuff. And so I think I shared on the fab grad, like, oh, I'll write your resume. I started doing more resume related content on my, um, blog. I had, you know, made a flyer about my career services and I realized like, Ooh, this could be a business. Um, and when I did my first event, I realized, which was the vision board party. Um, that was when all of my friends came over and it was free. Of course I had them come in pajamas. The thing was pajamas. I provided the boards. It was all free. I paid for everything. Um, and I just wanted to host like a really fun girls day with all of my closest friends. And I did like a little clip and some, you know, video IG stories about it. And people were like, Simone, why did I not get invited? I wanted to be there. Where was my invite? You have to do this next year. And I was like, y'all would do this. Y'all want to come to something like this? Like, I was just trying to have fun with my friends and, you know, following the next year, that's when I dove deeper into learning how to build a business. Yes. It's all coming back to me, the story of line. So the first year was like how to be the best blogger ever. And then I realized there's a lot of rules. There's a lot of competition. I also, truth be told, was like, where are the black girls that are doing this? Where are the black girls in Los Angeles who are doing this that don't have like a hundred thousand plus followers. I couldn't find any like local LA black girls who were also doing the same thing. So it, it definitely felt a little, um, isolating. 
um, until I could go to a couple of events and finally meet other Black women. Shout out to Jane Ella, who um, invited me to my very first blogger event. It was invitation only. And I met other Black women um, bloggers. um, And I realized like, okay, this is something that, you know, is unique, but was different from what my friends were doing, what was starting to be a little bit different from what people expected out of me. And then when I decided to start making it a business, I really felt like I was doing something different. I was like, all right, not only am I one of my only people in my friend group who are like blogging, but now I have like followers, you know, what I felt were followers, which were, you know, one follower, one person that loves you is a follower, okay, (laughs) on Instagram at least, um, or a fan. And I probably had like, well, less than 200 followers or something at that point, but I felt I felt bomb. I felt like that girl. And I was. And so I started saying, okay, I'm going to host events. So I hosted my first live event where, um, well, paid event in 2019. It was my vision board party and it was in um, LA, of course, and it sold out. And it was a lot of people who had supported me all throughout grad school. I was still in, was I still in grad school? Gosh, so then when did I? Girl, this is confusing. My timeline is off, I feel like. Anyways, the point is I had a lot of people from grad school. No, 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 no. I had just, girl, I don't know the timeline. Anyways, the point is, is that it was 2019. So no, I had to be out of grad school, but people were, um, from grad school, buying a ticket and supporting me. I worked at the same place that I was, that's why I'm confused. I was working at the same place that I went to grad school for. So I never, I felt like I never left. Um, These are minor details. I don't know why I'm focused on, but the point is, is that I hosted my very first live event. Um, It was the vision board party. Um, That time of my life, and let's get deep. Okay. That time of my life was really interesting. I was in a relationship. I was working a job that I kind of knew I didn't really, really want, but I was just kind of like, well, you know, it's fine. Um, I was, you know, doing the fab grad. So the fab grad once again was like the bright spot of my life. Like my relationship was cool, you know, um, my job was cool. Um, I hadn't moved out of my parents apart uh, out of my parents' house just yet, but like the thing that brought me the most amount of joy, even when things were kind of just okay, was the fab grad. I got to focus on what it meant to build a business, how to make money um, through your brand. And girl, that first that first paid vision board party brought me no money. I probably made like thirty dollars off of it, but. It was so fun. We had food, we had music, we had, you know, the vision boards, of course, we had mimosas. Um, I just, oh, it brought me so much joy. And in that same day, I announced that I was going to have my Build Your Brand brunch. So I hosted in April my my second live event, which was my Build My Brand brunch. And that one was really amazing too, because then I realized like, oh, people love my events. Like people want to hang out with me and get to know other like-minded people who also want to build a business and who also want to, you know, blog and 
quite honestly, are who are people of color. And so now that I'm even reflecting on it, I was really creating the space that I didn't see myself. I felt like I didn't see other people that I could connect with who also were passionate about things outside of work around blogging and building a business and who were people of color in LA. And so that's what it was. We had a panel, we had food, we had uh, bottomless mimosas, we had breakfast and yeah, it was absolutely amazing. I feel like my mic is moving, but if I touch it, oh Lord Jesus. Okay. We're back. (laughs) Um, yeah, so we had food, mimosas, we had panels, we took pictures. Girl, I tried to make a little makeshift photo booth. Uh, we were at the Grove, which if you're you know, in LA, the Grove is fabulous. So I just felt on top of the world again. I was still in my relationship. I uh, April 20th, at that point, I was actually knowing for sure I did not want the job that I was currently in. And I was probably in negotiation stage for my new job that I really, really wanted um, that I'm still currently at now. So, yeah, so that was kind of the, I don't even know what year that is. That was year two, um, (laughs) of blogging and, you know, the rest of the, the year, oh, in 2019, I also decided that I was going to have, um, in 2019, I also decided that I was going to have a team, And so I created my team. I had seven people on my team, y'all. That was a learning curve that was really, really helpful. I think I'm actually meant to lead people, like a group of people. I love, you know, being a leader and things like that. And so I did a call out on my Instagram saying like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I've got my resume services. I've got these events. I've got this blog. I'm trying to work with brands now it's becoming too much and I need help. And I did literally one call out and I had seven people respond and I hired in quotes, all seven of them. And it was the first time I had to get systems in my business. I had to figure out what is the purpose of the fab grad? What are the goals of the fab grad? What do you want to work on in the fab grad? And I, you know, I felt like I was pretty organized, but at the same time, you know, when you're having people who are volunteering, um, it's a lot of work. I think people realize like, dang, it's having something outside of your nine to five means that you have another job. And usually this is just for fun. Like you are just sitting at home doing extra stuff on your computer for fun. Um, and so I think it was hard to wrap every, to rally everyone around all of the different things that the fab grad had to work on and give the specific attention that I needed to all seven members plus work plus school. It was, it was a lot. It, um, it was great for what it was in terms of we had meetings. I was able to build a lot of structure in my business that I still use today in terms of my vision statement, mission statement, our values, um, you know, the different buckets of my business. But it was a lot at that time. And I had I think my goals were still a little off. So that was a huge learning curve there. And then finally, my team kind of evaporated just because folks got busy, you know, um, the pandemic did hit, which we were planning for 2020 events. And thank God that's so crazy. Like we were literally planning 2020 events or like the rest of 2019 and then the world shut down. So kind of interesting how things happen that way. And then in 2020, I feel like, you know, this is how I ended up 
starting this podcast episode right now, which I can't believe I've been talking for 19 minutes. I only got 10 more minutes left. (laughs) Um, I got to figure that out because I can't be, I can't, I don't want to be stopped on my, my thoughts, but anyways, um, yeah. And 2020 is when I launched a whole bunch of stuff. Y'all I launched my talk show, I lo- uh, which was when I interviewed different black professionals about, you know, highlights of their career, their business. I launched Simone at Home, which is where I show me doing different things in my apartment, primarily cooking. And I'm not even a cook. I launched the podcast. I launched, if y'all remember, a job board where every Sunday I was supposed to put jobs on my website that people could sign up for through a newsletter. I you know, um, won a ticket to Impact Weekend, which is the business program that I'm in now. Um, I started fashion hauls, which have become like a huge highlight of the Fab Grab. People love my fashion hauls, which is so crazy because I've never coined myself as someone that has style. I have really, really stylish friends, y'all. I have friends who work in fashion industries who have always wanted to be, you know, work in the fashion industry. And my, you know, I was a girl wearing the shirt that said, you know, my parents went to Acapulco and bought bought back this t-shirt. That's what I was wearing in middle school. So my style had never been that big of a deal, but I think, you know, my body shape, my personality, and just my like curiosity to build my own style became really popular over the summer and during quarantine. And not going to lie, I had me at that little corporate job for a hot second. So they was paying me well. I had the extra funds. I wasn't going nowhere. I was shopping. Um, So yeah. And wrapping it on the bow, the things that I've learned now four years into blogging and building my brand is that really people are here for you and people do care. Like when people ask me now, like, oh, how do I start building my brand? I'm like, you need to start talking. You need to start sharing your opinion. You need to start stepping into who you are because, and believe that people actually care. Um, A lot of advice goes around, like people don't care who you are in the beginning, da, 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 da. And it's true, but at the same time, if you continue to make videos, to write blog posts, to show up on Instagram as your true self, people will keep coming back for more. And I think once that clicked for me that like I can put out what I want and as long as I'm passionate about it, people will always gravitate to it. It's when I knew I could do anything. Um, I feel like another thing that I've learned is also there's a difference there it's it's okay to live and enjoy the stage that you're in and that's in life and in business like i would not have replaced me learning all the things about how to be a blogger before creating my business because it allowed me to be a student it allowed me to make mistakes it allowed me to learn skills that are really easy for me now that I probably wouldn't have known if I was like, no, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And being super like strict on myself, like allowing myself to be new, um, which my leak, if you don't know about my leaks podcast, she talks about that a lot. Uh, Let me touch this mic one more time. I hope it doesn't move. Okay. Um, She talks about being a a learner and being okay with being new. Um, Yeah. I'm looking at this clock. I'm at 23 minutes. Um, What else have I learned? I've learned that being multi-passionate is completely fine. 
um, yeah, you'll be surprised the things that people remember you for. It really is not what you say. It's how you make people feel. And if I'm showing up and I'm smiling and I'm being myself and I'm talking about whatever I want, it's the way I make people feel, not necessarily what I'm saying. And so it kind of just goes back to being yourself and being okay with trying out new things and different things like that. I'm trying to think class gyms. I don't know why I feel like I'm passionate about this particular topic, but I've shared so much of my life that it's like, I feel like it's all throughout the internet on some shape or form, but I don't know. It's just been fun y'all. Like literally the Fabgrat is so fun. And now I'm in a season looking forward that it it's, it's the thing that will be my biggest and best accomplishment. Like even as a grown 50 year old woman, I would happily be doing work within the fab grad, you know, maybe that's not the name, maybe it's shift to something else. But when I vision my life, I don't, I, I always see the fab grad included in it. And it's really beautiful that at such a young age, I was able to start something and have it propelled throughout my entire life. Um, I think that's what I'm most excited about now that I'm in my business program. I see a lot more structure on the business side, which is really, really helpful um, in terms of helping out student affairs professionals and student affairs graduate students. Um, I see speaking engagements. I see more events. Um, I'll say it here first, like I always do. I really, really want to do a woman's tea. I want to do a tea where um, folks could come and dress up in their best hats and in their best spring wear. And we will all get together and talk about what it's like to be a woman and to be a 20 something or 30 something and just building the life that we want. And I want a charity around it so people can donate money. And I don't know, I have that whole thought in my head. Definitely won't happen this year, but I can almost guarantee y'all it's going to happen next year because I really want, I really envision that happening. Um, like a woman's tea. I have a, I have a strong, I also realize I have a strong passion for supporting women, specifically women of color. And I wouldn't go as far to call myself a feminist, but I would say that I'm here for the girls. You know, I love that those moments of connecting with women. I I've done it since college with, you know, the small women's groups that I've um, connected with and it's still a part of me. And I, I think that that will probably be in like the in the when I think about full circle, right? Like, oh, at fifty years old, I don't want to be, you know, at a student meeting or whatever. At fifty years old, I would love to have something where I it is like a circle of support for women of color, um, for a variety of things. So yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at this clock. It's twenty six minutes. I refuse to edit anything that is past thirty because it's talking about you can only record for thirty minutes. So. I'm going to end the podcast here. Maybe I'll do a part two if y'all want to send me questions. Oh, yeah. Send me questions via Instagram or DM. Um, Make sure that you rate and subscribe to the podcast if you can and leave a comment on iTunes, Apple, um, and just share how much you enjoyed this episode or any other episodes that y'all listen to. 
So thank y'all for sticking with me for these last four years. I am really excited what these next four years will look like. I'll be 30. Ooh, wouldn't that be, that's going to be a cool episode. Like the next four years, I'll be 30 years old. I mean, yeah, I'll be 30 years old. And what can I say has happened? So yeah, y'all, I will talk to you in the next episode, which I believe is going to be, no, I think I'm gonna do that on Instagram, my career story, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there. Um, Yeah, I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for sticking around. All things FabGrad. I don't know why I feel like I can cry in this last moment. I'm not, I'm just gonna log off. (laughs) All right, bye y'all.